Today's daf we, daft, we learn daf yud, and um, in yesterday's daf towards the end we saw the mission machlok between Belazar and Eliezer, sorry, and the Chachamim regarding whether if you mafresh truma on something that's not nigmar malacha, specifically truma gedola, whether that is koveya, whether you can no longer eat from it in a chelat in a snack fashion. And we saw the we saw three opinions. Rabbi Shimon seemed to say it's it's never koveya. Rabbi Eliezer says it, it's always koveya. And for some reason, Rebbe Chachamim says it's, uh, it's not Kovea, even if you mafish truma, except for if you do so in a kalkala, from a basket of te'enim. So we're going to qualify that a bit further. And yesterday, towards the very end of the top, we explained exactly when the machloket is, or Goror Vatil Ledosha. Okay, so the Gemara asked, okay, what about Masarishon? Masarishon? What about Hafrasha Masarishon? Is also that machloket there or not? What's the din? So the Gemara asked, Manan Kaimin, I don't even understand the question. What are we talking about? What's even the case? We're talking about being mafresh masa rishon. See whether it's koveya, because it's going to. If it says im bekri shenit mareach, if we're talking about a pile that is being smoothed over, well, divra kol asu. So there's different ways to explain explain this. According to Marafulda, he says, I don't understand. Once the pile smoothed over, it's already kove, it's already reached marmalacha, and it's already koveya lamasa. What's even the question about masa rishon? Uh, the way Reb Chaim explains it, um, he says is that. Uh, that he says, Asu mishum rishon tovel. It's not even a question of master rishon tovel. Ele mishum truma, ele mishum truma. But rather, because you've been mafresh truma gdola from a, a pile that's been smoothed over, everyone would agree in that situation, because it's already in marmalacha. Okay? So, how do we get to a situation you can have an, even have a question regarding master rishon? Because if it's rich marmalacha already, then you've already separated ma- it's kovea because of, uh, because of uh, truma gdola. And it's if we're talking about the case in Masarishon Shikduma Bishibulin, Divra Kol Muta. And if we're talking about a case where he was Makdim Bishibulin, if you recall, this is prior to beating it out. So it's been cut, and the Levi comes and takes Masarishon. So that's perhaps a situation you can get Masarishon being separated before Masa, before Trumagdola. So, so if that's your question, it's not even a question either. Divra Kol Muta. Everyone would say it's Muta. Why? According to the Gra, because he says, Bishibulim, if it's at that state, even Afil, the Gra says, I feel the Truma in Otovel, that it wouldn't even work there. Meaning, even Truma wouldn't have an effect. So, Kabachom in Maisarisha. There's other explanations as well. Reb Chaim says, Why wouldn't it work there? He explains, this is in the earlier Reb Chaim when he introduces it, and then he explains it later on. But in the earlier Reb Chaim, this is the Machaman and Kaimin, he explains that Kiban Shifrish be Isur You're not meant to be Mafrish then. So, why would you think they mean Mafrish Maisarishon would be Kovea? Everyone would agree that at that earlier stage, if you try to be mafresh, maktim boshulim, it's certainly not going to be koveya. Um, what else do I have? Uh, fine, Marafulda has an explanation, but we'll just leave that. How do we get a situation where you even have this question regarding Masarishon or not? So, it must be the tmarim vatiladorsan. So, again, back to our case, it's basically um, dates that you're going to impress them. So, at this stage, it hasn't reached Marmalacha. Or grogorod or dried figs vatiladorsan, you're going to turn them into a cake or something like that, press them together. Vihifrish, meaning at the earliest day, before you've done that, so it, at that point, it hasn't reached Maramalacha. Vihifrish meant Trumagdola, and you separate Trumagdola. Okay, fine. However, so that's a point that hasn't reached Maramalacha. And Vinimlach Lehanichan Kumochihem, and then you change your mind to eat them. Vihifrish mehem Masarish, mehem Rishon. So the Gemara says, even then, it's still not clear. Because if you say the fact that you've changed your mind will therefore make it as if when you separate a truma early on, before you change your mind, then it already makes it as if it reached Marmalacha and if it's Tevel. She tovelet. 
Okay, you hear what I, he, uh, uh, let me just explain it again outside. In other words, where do we have the question that, that, that regarding it, it, is, my, is the Hafrashat Maaser Rishon Koveya? That's a question. So the, the solution the Gemara is talking about now is, okay, what's happened is you have all these figs that you wanted to press and you're mafresh truma, truma gadola then. Okay, then, and that's what we said the Makhluk of the Mishnah is anyway. And then what happens, you change your mind that I want to eat it now and I'm mafresh Maaser Rishon. So that situation where the trumba beforehand wasn't kovea for you, at least according to Chachamim. But it depends, though. Because if we say at the point you change your mind impacts what you did, la mafreya, going back in time, meaning when you're mafresh trumagdola, it turns that into now as if it was gmaramalacha. There's nothing to talk about because it's already kovea. Okay? Because despite the fact then when you did it, you had in mind that I wanted to press it, it wasn't gmaramalacha. The fact you change your mind would impact it, impact it going backwards. Nothing to talk about. But the question then posed by Master Rishon only makes sense if you say that only now only from here onwards do we say that it is now considered like a Gmar Malacha and not backwards. So therefore, when you're when you when you Shruma then what it was uh, then it was uh, something Shruma Malacha it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Kovea. Only now it's different, and the question is, would Master Rishon impact it? Sorry, Rab Chaim says in Tema mikan laba. Aval in Tomas shachashvin alei dahashta b'shasha nimlach shin nigamalacha. Then mikan laba nimtza truma lo kava. Then you find when you did have rasha truma beforehand, it wasn't kavaya. So Chaim v'shapir. Therefore, it's a good question now. Will my hafrasha my serishon independently is that kavaya? That's that's and we don't leave it as a question. Now the, the energy of the Gemara was trying to even understand the question. It doesn't give us the answer, but it, uh, that's, that's what the Gemara is trying to deal with. I don't even understand your question, Maseration. What is it, a situation where I can have a question, even a Maseration, and it has to be this interesting case where I change my mind how I'm going to use it, but I'm assuming that changing mind only impacts it from that point onwards and doesn't work enough for it. Okay, let's continue. Okay, so we say, um, what happens if someone purchases Tamarim? These are dates that you want to oppress. In other words, ha- therefore, it's not considered reaching Ramalacha. Or you purchase Grogar or these figs, and you can also press them into a, a cake or something like that. So again, both importantly, has reached Ramalacha. We say the act of Akinyan, Asula That's Debrevi Meir. In other words, Rebbe Meir, this is just Rebbe Meir we've seen previously, that, that Akinyan is Koveya even for something that has not yet reached Ramalacha. That's Shittad Rebbe Meir. So therefore, two things. Because you... You did a kinyan, therefore you cannot eat, eat acha, um, do a chilat aray. And then when it comes to being mafrishtam later on, you only treat it as demai. Why do you treat it as demai? Because the assumption is because the ama aretz knows that through the kinyan it is going to be koveya, we're choshish that maybe you did a frasha for you. Okay? And that's why you mataken demai. Okay? That's the way Rebbe Meir understands it. So again, two important points to assumptions Rebbe Meir is making. One is a kinyan is koveya even devasha and shonding marmalacha. And the second assumption is that since the, the Amaretz knows that through the Kinyan, at that point, it's going to be Kovea, he may have done a frasha for you, so therefore you have to mafrish the However, Chachamim say no. Chachamim rem ochel You can keep eating it from a, a snack. Okay. That is why, because a Kinyan is not Kovea for something that hasn't reached Maramalacha. So therefore, it's not a problem to keep, snack, keep snacking for it. It's not, it hasn't been Kovea. Um, however, umetaknin, and when you bring it home, Oh, uh, then you mataknan, you've got to then treat it as tevel gamor. That's shitat re'ol. You can say divrei rabiosi. Oh, actually, not really divrei rabiosi, you take the divrei because we say chachamim morim. However, 
Why is that? Why mataknim vadai? Because we say the ama aretz isn't going to mafresh for you for something that's going to be an eventuation in the future. Meaning you're not, you're not pressing it now. So therefore, you know, for sure you didn't have rasha. That's why when I come home, you've got a matak and vadai. So again, two points of conflict here. Chachamim say the kinyan isn't kovaya for something that has a rich gemara And the second point is because of that, um, at that point, the Chachamim is, is not going to have in mind that it's going to be a Russia for you because in, you know, in, in two weeks' time, it's going to be pressed and it's going to reach from Ramalacha. He's not going to, he's not going to take that into consideration the time he does it, when he sells it to you. Okay, those are the two points. And what's interesting, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Hila, says, Rabbi Laza B'Shem Rabbi says, Amar Rabbi Yona, Eshkechun Katub B'Pin Kasei De Chilfi. It was found written in the ledger of Chilfi, Ochel Mehem Arai, Umetaknim Damai which is an interesting combination. You can eat it as a snack, which means what? Means it has a rich mamalacha, correct? However, when you come to metak in it, you've got to treat it as demai, which seems to be a bit of Rabbi Meir and a bit of Chachamim. How does that work? So kashi imo chel mehena, right? If you think of it as a snack, then clearly metak in vadai. You should, when you take it, eventually, when you're going to do afrash, you have to treat it as vadai. However, imetak nim demai, but if you're saying at the end, you treat it as demai, that must mean, yeah, that means you have to treat it as, uh, then, you, then you shouldn't be able to eat it as a right. However, Rivasi says as follows, because again, it seems to be, you can't take half of each shita. Each shita was consistent. So Rivasi B'Shem Rebbe here says, no, you can eat it from as a snack. Why? Because it's something and what? And he's of the opinion that a kinyan is not koveya. That's why you can eat, keep eating it from a snack. However, metaknin demai, but you have you when you come to mafrish, it's demai. Why? Because the Amaretz knows that eventually you're going to take it home and it's going to be tovel. It's going to, once it reaches the house, it's going to be tovel. In other words, he holds like the Chachamim, but it's cholek in one point that what? That the Amaretz will do hafrasha. Even if it's not something that's going to be a consequence immediately, but something they know is going to be an eventuation down the track. Okay? Even though, because he knows you're going to eventually bring it home, therefore the Amarites will still do enough. We have to be choshish that he still might have done a hafrasha. So therefore we've got like, um, I'm not sure if it's a machria, but a sort of in, a, a intermediate opinion between uh, Rabbi Mir Chachamim, which is, uh, was written in Pinkas Dechilfi. Okay. Let's continue. Kalkalatainim. This is a case of kalkalatainim, and we have to try and understand why the kalkalatainim is different, such as if it's in a basket, we say that if you do have frasha from it, it is kovea. When normally chachamim say, if you take truma from something shonim malacha, we say it's not kovea. It says, chutmi kalkalatainim. So Amara of Lazar says, the first thing to understand is nothing to do with tainim, it's got to do with it being in a basket. So anything they collected in a basket. Now, why is that? So the Rush uh, Cerulio says as follows. I'll read you a few explanations. He says, Because once it's in a basket, you're not intending anymore to what? To treat it, to make it into dry figs. The fact in a basket improves that the reason why it's in there is for consumption. So therefore, therefore, even if you collect the grapes, even if you collect the olives, the fact you're collecting the basket means it's going to be for consumption. Okay. Um, therefore, uh, therefore, the, the act of frasha, it's almost, it's, it's almost as if it's rich from Um, I'll read Reb Chaim, it says, this is the end of a long piece, it says, The fact you've been torem means you want to eating that which is in the baskets, so therefore it's not considered as if it's a shalom in Marmalacha. 
Now I'll tell you, uh, I'll read you the um, the graph here on this because he he, he explains it like a, a sort of more familiar than Mefarsha Mishnah. Uh, well, actually, I think it's Ferret Israel. He says, Mefarsha love Davka Ketani Kalkalesis Ketavya Rishon. Okay, Davka Kalkalim, to do a din Shar Peirot. Now, why is that? With the basket. When is a basket koveya? We said previously that if you're going to cover it over with leaves, then it's once it's covered over with leaves. Otherwise, it's once you fill it up as much as you want to fill it up, correct? So therefore, the kevanshi fresh truma, the fact that you must fresh truma from it, the vaday lo you're clearly not going to add anything more to it. Why won't you add anything more to the basket? Because then you're going to ma'arev tevel and chulin. You're going to end up with a mixture of tevel and chulin. So the fact that you've done hafrasha at that point is indicative of the fact I'm not going to add anything else into it. Otherwise, it's going to end the problem with having chulin and tevel mixed together. Ah, that's why when it comes to a basket, chachamim say, not just, not love dafka basket of tenim, but any basket, if it's a basket of food, that's, that's why he says, if it's in, chachamim say, if it's in a basket, in your torem, that's indicative that now it's rich marmalacha and your torem midavashim marmalacha, and therefore it's a kovea. Okay, fine. Anyway, what about Shittat Rebbe Shimon? Now, Rebbe Shimon, if you recall, he says in the Mishnah that um, Rebbe Shimon's matter, even a kalkalashatemia. And simply put, Rebbe Shimon holds that Truma's not koveya. If you mafresh Truma, it's not koveya, ever. Now, why? He says, listen, he says, Rebbe Meir says, in the beginning, when you first took this, this some of these assets, let's use the example of figs. There was three obligations on you, Trumagdola, Maiserishna, Maiserishini. And you were still able to eat a snack from it. Now you've taken, you've removed one of the obligations. So it's, let's, let's, he understands it even less chamur. Uh, in other words, the so uh, I'm reading again. Now, like two chumras on it, which is Rishon and Shani, you should be able to eat it. In other words, he understands the more chiyuvim that are on something that has a malacha, the more reason is to say you shouldn't be able to eat from a snack. So therefore, if you start removing chiyuvim by doing hafrasha, well, that's not going to create a, a more of a problem. It's going to make it easy for you to eat a right. Okay, so the Gemara asks, okay, then also, what if he takes Master Rishon as well? Will it now be Tevel until you do Mafrish Master Shani? He says, no. Well, let's keep on applying the same. Kalbachoma, the Rebbe Shimon will apply. Just before, when you said, when there's Zikat of two Masrot, you said, meaning if there's already Mafrish from McDonald's, there's only Master Rishon Shani left, you said you can keep eating from a stack. Snack from it. So now that you've only got one chiyuv left on it, look also again. You can keep eating from a snack from it. Okay, that's Shittat Rabbi Shimon. Okay. Now in our mission, we were discussing the fact whether a kingdom is koveya when someone purchases a um, same individual figs. If you recall, we saw a machokah between Rabbi Mir and Rabbi Huda. He says, "I'll read the mission again." Almer lechaver helech isar zeh. He's a isar of ten li bo chamesh teenim. The isar I want five figs. And he says, Lo yochal aser, you, should, you cannot eat any of them until you take Maeser. Because again, Remer, it's, it says it's Koveya, if um, it's Koveya, okay? However, Rabbi Yehuda says, Ochel achat achat upoter, you can have one at a time, but if you're Metzaref, if there's two at a time, then it would be Chayef. So the Gemara now says, qualifies the debate. It says as follows. And by the way, at the time we says, because as soon as you take two, it's like a goren, if you like. It makes it like a, and then it's like it's rich marmalacha, and then it's, then it's koveya. The kinyan is koveya for the vashanig marmalacha. So the Gemara says, 
Rabbi Zira b'shem Rabbi Yochanan says Rabbi Hila b'shem Rabbi Lazar. Ma pligin when's the machloket beloket venotenlo? When's the machloket? Not like I explained it yesterday. The machloket is only if the mocher is the one collecting them. Meaning, according to Rabbi Meir, even if the mocher takes one and gives it to the person to eat and takes another one, even then, that's so that's when Rabbi Meir is cholek, because he says that is the fact that the mocher is taking it. That's effective. It's um yesh kviut. There's a kviut in that, and that's what it's called. However, if the purchaser is taking on his own, so he goes to the tree and picks it himself or to the, the basket, or not the basket, the, the stuff on the floor and collects it. Everyone, everyone agree, even Rabbi Meir would agree that it's provided they're eating one at a time. Everyone agrees you can take one at a time and eat. However, if you collect them together, that's when it would be chayef. Okay, so that qualifies our debate. We've said yesterday that it's only the it's only if the mocher is the one taking them and giving them. In that case, is machmer even if it's one by one. Okay, now I've got a, a, another machloket here. So Rabbi Hila Veshem Rabbalaza says, "Kishem Shem Cholkim Kan Kach Cholkim BeChatzar Beit Shmira." Chatzar Beit Shmira is a Chatzar Hamishdamerit. Meaning, just as they're arguing, Rabbi Hira Mehuda, whether it's where it's Kovei or Zavar Shalogim Mar Malacha. They're also cholek in a chatzer beit shmira. Chatzer beit shmira is a chatzer mishdamerit, because we said just as a kinyan is kovea, also a chatzer is is, is kovea. The Amar Biochanan mekach vechet chatzer v'shabbat einan Torah, meaning because they're all meaning einan Torah, meaning the fact that a, a, a acquisition is kovea, a chatzer mishdamerit is kovea, meaning taken into a, a, a chatzer the way in which uh, someone's keli mishdamer, and shabbat is kovea. All those three things are midarabanan. So therefore, the cholok on one, the bicholok in all of them. However, in Mishem Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish says mechaver mikulam zu chatzer beta mishdamerit. He says no, actually the chatzer mishdamerit is actually midoraita. So in other words, Reb Chaim says mechaver bekulam shukovel amaiser zu chatzer beit shmira shukovel dvar Torah who pligi a Rabbi 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 Yochanan Rabbi Shlakish. He kevan shehu dvar Torah kula alma modet kovaya afilu kodeng marmalata. In other words, he understands that since uh, he understands that a chatzir is actually raisa, it's not lumped with a kinyan and a shabbos, and therefore even shavashalodim marmalacha would be it would be koveya. So that's a machlok at whether we treat a chatzir like the other things that are koveya in terms of shabbos and um, mekach. Okay, chavrai b'shem Rabbi Yochanan says as follows: Kach meshiv Rabbi Yehuda at Rabbi Meir. So this is the this is the re- re- response of Rabbi Yehuda to Rabbi Meir because again Rabbi Meir Rabbi Yehuda says that if the What's the machloket? The machloket again is if the mocher takes uh, one at a time and gives it to him. Rabbi Meir says even if it's one at a time, it's kovayah. Rabbi Yehuda says no, it's only if it's two at a time. Okay, so now Rabbi Yehuda says back to Rabbi Meir, "Ain at at modeli." Don't you agree with me? But ten live no shehu poter. If you give your son as a matana, now the assumption here, Rashi explains that, that that Rabbi Yehuda understands a matana is kamecher. And he says, but don't you don't you agree that if you give your son as a matana one at a time that it's pato? So you see, if a matana is kemecher, then what? Then one at a time it is not a problem. So therefore, you see, even if the mocher gives one at a time, it should be pato. So then malia loket no malia loket What difference is I'm giving it to my son or giving it to anybody else? What's interesting here is Rashi includes what Rabbi Meir would respond. Rabbi Meir would respond, like we saw previously, that he says, no, that a matana is not kamecha. So don't try and bring me a proof of a matana to your son, because a matana is not kamecha, a matana is not kovea. So in other words, what we find again, 
uh, in this uh, dialogue is that another substantial substantial debate between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir whether a matana is kover is a matana is like a mecher or not. Okay, Rabbi Yehuda by Meichamit Meimar Belokev Noten. So Rabbi Yehuda asked Yudan, sorry, asked as follows: I don't understand. What made you assume that our mission is talking about the mocher is the one that's doing the the picking? Why can't it be? Or name Why can't it be that the machloket it doesn't make a difference which way it is? Whether the mocher is doing the collecting or even the lokech is doing the collecting, maybe the mayor is also cholak in that situation. So I remember late kan beloket bochel ele beloket benoten min hada ginat vradim from this ginat vradim. So if you recall, we had this ginat vradim. It said before mas min gervan shatab rishlaim veyateniam nimkrov b'shlosha uba'arba biisar. By the way, I didn't point this out yesterday that that's far more expensive because before he said halach isar v'teni chameshta enim. That was the case. It was five figs for an Isar. And here they used to buy three or four for an Isar. So it's more expensive. Anyway, and it says they used to kill, they used to buy from this Ginat Vradim and Lohu Frosh Memenotrumamaisamola. Okay. So he says, well, if that's the case they're bringing, Rabbi Huda's trying to bring as a proof, what's the scenario? Who's doing the collecting? Individuals going in, or is it the Mokher doing the, the, the selecting and giving it to the purchaser? So he says, it seems to make sense. If it's an aginat vradim, if it's this beautiful rose garden, the mocher is not going to let people start trampling through it and collecting their figs. Absolutely not. It's going to be the mocher selecting them and giving it to people. So that's a proof that our Mishnah contextually must be talking about the mocher doing it. So that's that must be what the machlok is about. It says amarle in at alil at sorry. Uh, so Amarle in at uh, Alil Eta at Mekal Kelvardeha, because he would say Amarle. So Afachem Elokan Atenda Amarle, because he would say to him, "You're not going to come in Mekal Kelvardeha." Okay. So the Gemara says no. Matnita plige al Havaya de de Rebbe Mana. He says no. I'm going to bring a proof that counters that destroys the proof of Rebbe Mana. You say because it's a, it was called the Brave um, Vradim, this rose garden, that it must be that no one went into it and it was a mocher that was the one doing the selling? No, because I'll tell you, I'll bring another proof. We learned, I'm going to write to you, he says, if someone says, Karma ani I'm going to sell you a kerem. Even if there are no vines in that kerem, it's still sold. Because if someone says, I'm selling the vineyard of such such a location, it could be that's what it's called, even if there are no vines in it. Similarly, Paradise, if someone's selling, I'm selling my Jerusalem orchards, whatever it is, even if there are no trees in it, because it was known, that's the estate that was known as Jerusalem orchards, even though there was nothing in it. So, so, so too, he says, maybe it was called Beit Veradim, not because there were roses, it was full of roses. It could have been the rose gardens that would eventually replace with fig trees or something like that. So the fact that we're called Beit Veradim isn't a proof to say it was full of roses and isn't a proof to say that the mocher would never let the corner to come inside and purchase it. So you can't bring a proof from our Mishnah that it's that from that Beit Veradim that the, the Machlok is specifically um, referring to where the mocher is doing the selection and not the corner. So it's not necessarily a proof from our Mishnah. Not to say that's not the conclusion, but that's not the proof from the mission. Okay. That we finished up. You Aleph and Mitzvah Shem will, um, will pick up from tomorrow. Actually, I need to be in touch with you tomorrow because I might be going to a brisk. I might have to cancel. I'll send a message on the group, okay? Thank you so much. Simchus. Okay.